Today is Tuesday, April 16th, 2019, and you're listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. So let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Since this week is Holy Week, we will follow the readings for Palm Sunday, Maundy Thursday, and Good Friday. Today we focus on Palm Sunday. In our reading, Jesus summons a colt to ride into Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives. People gather in anticipation and expectation. Imagine yourself standing on the side of the road while Jesus rides by. Why are the people gathered? What do you think the people are anticipating? What do you think the people expect Jesus to do once he arrives in Jerusalem? Let us listen to Luke chapter 19, verse 29 through 40, in the Common English Bible Translation. As Jesus came to Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he gave two disciples a task. He said, Go into the village over there. When you enter it, you will find tied up there a colt that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks... Why are you untying it? Just say, 
Its master needs it. Those who had been sent found it exactly as he had said. As they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, Its master needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their clothes on the colt, and lifted Jesus onto it. As Jesus rode along, they spread their clothes on the road. As Jesus approached the road leading down from the Mount of Olives, the whole throng of disciples began rejoicing. They praised God with a loud voice because of all the mighty things they had seen. They said, Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heavens. Some of the Pharisees from the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, scold your disciples. Tell them to stop. He answered, I tell you, if they were silent, the stones would shout. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. The picture icon for this podcast is an I Hope sign. This I Hope sign was conceived not long after I discovered my stay at Richfield United Methodist Church was going to be longer than a five-month interim. The decision to extend my temporary status another year was not what I was expecting. It was a time of uncertainty for the congregation and for me. The director of spiritual formation wanted a theme for the summer and kept pressing me about it. At the time, I was not sure how a theme would inform us or how well it would capture people's attention. But I thought it was fitting, given the uncertainty of the future, to focus on hope. I liked how this phrase played on the familiar cultural icons of technology, the iPhone and the iPad. The word hope, standing on its own, is a concept. It did not necessarily connect the person speaking it with the meaning. I hope, though, claims hope as a perspective for the individual speaking it or wearing it on a t-shirt. I hope was more than a theme. It was a declaration of a particular outlook. The sign was crafted by the hands of children and adults in our neighborhood and our congregation. During last summer's community carnival, we invited participants to throw paint packs at a sign. Looking at the image, one sees colors and letters. But truthfully, these are fingerprints of life. The colors represent each hand drawn into the life we breathe into this community. At the time of the sign's creation, we entered our neighborhood with expectations, not hope. Each time we held a community event, we expected enrollment in Sunday school to grow. We expected worship attendance to grow. We expected financial support to increase. When our engagement with the neighborhood did not meet our expectations, we turned our hearts cold. People in the congregation would say things like, Why are we doing this? What's the point? We keep spending money, but if there's no return, why do it? Expectations 
are rigid. They often have well-defined outcomes based on our own perception of the world. Fulfillment of an expectation is graded based on whether the outcome is met. If an expectation is achieved, there's little of joy. There is little joy. We expected the outcome. However, when the outcome is not reached, there is despair and emptiness. In this sense, expectations are fleeting feelings, unable to endure or sustain us. Hope is different from expectation. Perhaps I should say faith-based hope is different from expectation. If you were to look up the word hope in a dictionary, the first meaning you would find would say a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. However, the second definition, identified as archaic, defines hope as a feeling of trust. This archaic definition is what we in the Christian faith define as hope. The hope we discover in the Bible, the archaic kind of hope, is the confident trust what God promises God will deliver. And this kind of hope is always at odds with the expectation of the believing people. Their expectations are often based on their own wisdom and the circumstances surrounding them. The event we celebrate as Palm Sunday is no different. The people gather at the city entrance to welcome Jesus with expectation. Their expectation was based on their awareness of history, their current condition, and the power they experienced from Jesus. They expected a return of the kingdom, a defeat of the occupying Roman forces, and the establishment of a true Jewish king. When their expectations were not met, the crowds turned on Jesus. So we remember the movement of this day. We open worship with the palms and alleluias. We sing a victory in praise. As worship draws to a close, our words change. We move from joy to sorrow, from fulfillment to abandonment, and from success to an arrest. This movement in worship is more than just play-acting an ancient story. We are invited to think about our own fractured expectations and the wounds which come with those disappointments. We are invited to take all these wounds and place them on the shoulders of Jesus as He walks to the cross. We put them there so our wounds might become the joy of the resurrection. When we participate in this ritual, it helps us to change our framework from selfish expectation to a broader sense of hope. Do not expect, but hope. In hope, we are united even when we are divided, because our hope is not built upon agreement, but a Savior who loves all the sinners and the outcasts. In hope, our future is not built upon a pastor. Our future is built upon the one who sends the Holy Spirit to guide and sustain the church through every challenge. In hope, we do not enter a community expecting a direct return. We engage the world in love to draw fragmented people into a shared sense of community in life. Leaving Palm Sunday behind and entering into Holy Week, I invite you to consider how your expectations shape your life. Do they bring joy and fulfillment or a sense of emptiness? If your expectations are not being met, consider turning to hope. Say, I hope, and know you are claiming a particular outlook, a view of life based on trust, a trust that God will deliver what God promises.
Let us listen to Luke 19 one more time. What do you think is going through the minds of the Pharisees as they watch the crowd? Have you ever found yourself caught up in a crowd so overflowing with excitement it feels dangerous? As Jesus came to Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he gave two disciples a task. He said, Go into the village over there. When you enter it, you will find tied up there a colt that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks... Why are you untying it? Just say, its master needs it. Those who had been sent found it exactly as he had said. As they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, Its master needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their clothes on the colt, and lifted Jesus onto it. As Jesus rode along, they spread their clothes on the road. As Jesus approached the road leading down from the Mount of Olives, the whole throng of disciples began rejoicing. They praised God with a loud voice because of all the mighty things they had seen. They said, Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heavens. Some of the Pharisees from the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, scold your disciples. Tell them to stop. He answered, I tell you, if they were silent, the stones would shout. Think of a time you expected something from Jesus and did not receive it. How can hope reshape your life into your expectations? May God, our Creator, open the eyes of your heart so that you might see the hope to which Christ is calling you, the richness of the inheritance prepared for you, and the power that is at work among you. Amen.